Human design is a part science, part spiritual system that tells you who you came here to be. You have your own blueprint, your own way of becoming successful, your own way your dreams are going to come true, the way you'll experience the most joy and fulfillment. The instruction manual for how to move through the world is custom to you. When you act according to that manual, when you act as the real you, everything in life comes to you with more ease and less resistance. We all know we're different, yet we're still acting like there's one way to do life. Let's talk about it. To find out your design and the designs of the people in your life, you can visit myhumandesign.com or download the My Human Design app in the App Store and on Google Play. I want to talk about the Ajna Center in human design today. And it's, if you're looking at your chart, it's the one that is second from the top. It's the one that represents your viewpoints, your perspectives, um, having a certain um, point of view and thoughts and opinions on life. And what's interesting is that it could arguably be perhaps the most um, strong force of conditioning is based in the Ajna because in order to be a smart human being or in order to be in charge of your life or in order to be heard or be respected by other people, you have to have a strong point of view. You have to have a strong opinion. Now, that's actually unhelpful for both sets of people. For the Ajna people who have it open, meaning if that center is white for you, it's actually more energetically correct and more aligned for you to not have your own opinions, to not have your own um, specific set points of view. It's, um, you know, the most empowering sentence you can say as someone with an open Ajna is, I don't know, or I don't know, or whatever other tone that comes in, where, yes, you can do what I call going around the garden in a conversation where you just kind of like explore all the different things, but you don't attach yourself to any one of those things. Now that is extremely difficult to do in today's world. Um, especially because if you have an open Ajna, you're picking up on everyone else's opinions, right? Without necessarily even knowing it, you're feeling other people's minds, literally. So you can feel the strength of someone else's opinions. And then all of a sudden you go, well, I feel that too. And I think that too. And it makes you feel like you're smart. It makes you feel you're like you have a grounds to agree with that person. It's a cause for bonding, right? The A really strong force of homogenization in our world is if I'm like you, then we like each other, then we get on. And that actually runs back to something very tribal where people who were in your tribe thought more similarly to you, right? They wanted the same or similar things out of life. So that meant you fought together, you hunted together, you protected your tribe together, you reproduced the same way. And so what we're in now, we're in totally different depths where we're in the science of dehomogenizing ourselves, right? So we want to be able to get on with people who don't have the same opinions, who aren't built the same way. We want to get on with people for the pure wonder of, we just gel and we just have chemistry and we can disagree on everything and still be best friends, right? In theory. So for people with an open Ajna, this whole detaching yourself from having opinions, and by the way, I still have to work on that, right? It's still a high to me when I feel like I have a strong opinion on something. But the only thing that's different now is that I notice I don't feel good about me when I'm in that persona. And it doesn't actually attract people the same way to me because 
they can sniff whether they know that they're sniffing or not. That's not the aligned version of me that they're after. That's not the most sparkly, juicy version of me. Now for people with a defined ajna, right? People who have that center collared in. It's also interesting because A, they're supposed to have specific viewpoints about certain parts of life, not necessarily about everything. So just because you have very specific points of view about, I don't know, um, humans, it doesn't mean that that's necessarily supposed to then be used on having opinions about politics, right? And so you don't have to have an opinion about the popular thing all the time. You don't have to weigh in on every debate just because you're supposed to actually supposed to weigh in or have opinions about certain debates. You can't, and then you'll get praised for being smart about it if you've cultivated that opinion enough. You can't necessarily get lured into the temptation of translating that over to other things. The other thing is, is that you don't necessarily um, want to overuse it right? Just because your brain can formulate opinions, you have to think about, well, what do I want to formulate opinions on? And there's conditioning around, like I was saying, for example, with politics, like you should have an opinion on politics. Well, some people with defined Ajnas are better off using that battery of their minds on bird watching, And that's where they'll innovate and come up with something completely new, but they can't do that if they're wasting it on the wrong stuff. So that's a bit of background on, on the Ajna Center anyway, but I think what's really interesting for us to talk about, because you have a colored one and I have a white one, and obviously we're surrounded by people who have opposites and sames, is like, on the one hand, you could say that the harder one to have is the open one, because you're always having to kind of like fend off other people's opinions. But I also think it must be hard, and you'll tell me, it must be hard to sometimes get, like, feel like you have to get into this trap of, I have to get people to see the things that I see. I have to get them to my point of view, right? And so I was thinking about this yesterday because I was in a sort of conversation with someone. It wasn't even a debate. We were just talking about like a certain life situation. And they were saying to me, no, but it's this. And I'm like, I caught myself being like, oh no, but this, she has a defined Ajna and I don't. And so I can feel her trying to, I guess, help me. But for the first time in my life, I'm able to say, you could be right, but I don't know if that's necessarily, I don't need to, I don't need to have a conclusion about this. And I was able to communicate that she didn't have to give that to me or gift that to me. I was like, I don't need to know, but you do. I didn't say you do, but I was like, oh, I actually don't need to know. But it, I'm so, I'm curious anyway, with you knowing this stuff about yourself and having the languaging to talk about it. Like, what is your experience with having a certain point of view with the people in your life? Me specifically, I, and we've talked about this in private too, that I've had such a hard time. I've spent my whole life over explaining myself because it matters so much to me that people understand my opinions and that people get what I'm saying. Um, for me, it's um, really heightened because it's also in my life theme. My uh, my 4323 is in my life theme. So it's very concentrated in like what matters so much, like the way I express myself in the world. Mm. And so when I was younger and growing up, I would over explain myself and everyone in my life that's super close to me is always like, oh my gosh, Taylor, land the plane, get to the point. <laughs> like it's Taylor can't tell us a concise story to save her life. And then I come to human design and, you know, my life theme in 
the uh, the 43 and the 23 in the combination with each other and even just specifically like the 23 like being able to like speak so concisely and to the point and like really getting your opinions to land is supposed to be something I'm good at and so it was hard for me to relate to that because all the people in my life didn't see me that way and so I've kind of had to go on this journey of like oh when I over explain myself I lose people when I try to get people to understand me is actually when they understand me less and mm. so I've had to kind of like backpedal on that so yes to answer your question <laughs> in a not concise way <laughs> but a very well explained one well thank you um yes I definitely think that there is a lesson to be learned on both sides just be, it's not it's not oh it's just so easy to speak your opinions because we're used to that mm. there's definitely you know both sides I'm curious though because as you were saying and eh, when you're saying um Let's talk, let's talk about that energy battery because yes, I'm not supposed to use my energy battery on speaking opinions about everything, but for mm. you specifically with an open Ajna, can you explain a little bit more about why it's so important to just not try to get in there? You know, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like, why is it better for them to just say, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, it, I guess the first thing that comes to me is that it's the same battery principle. It's like, well, we're supposed to be using our energy on the things that we do have colored, the things that we are meant to double down on and emphasize and give to the world. And then also by the same token, the places where you're white are then free to be open and receptive, right? So the gift of an open Ajna, if you can really get there is being psychic because you're able to read other people's minds without using them as an addiction of your own, right? When you are able to see something for what it is, um, is when you have stopped identifying with it as your own or you stopped using it as fuel for your own um, to feed a false sense of your own persona, right? So um, it's supposed to open up and it does open up your psychic abilities the more you're detached from it. So, and it really is interesting. And I love what you said about that because it does go to go to show that there is inherently a downside that comes with everything. Like no one gets a free pass. There's no better energy type. There's no better centers. You know, sometimes people are like, well, do reflectors have it harder than everybody else? Or is it harder to have nine centers colored in? Or I wish I was a manifestor or whatever. But, you know, the, the beauty of the innate equality in life is that no one does get a free pass and that everyone does have to have um, go through a journey of unlocking and moving through the, the sort of shadow sides of every quality to get to the gift sides. Um, but it just, it never occurred to me because I was so stuck in that story of it's hard to have an open Ajna that yesterday it clicked for me. Wow. It must also be really hard to have a defined Ajna. And I knew that obviously intellectually, but seeing it in real life was like, wow, it must be really hard because you have such a strong point of view. You have so much clarity around it, but you can't translate it sometimes to everything and everyone that you sometimes want to. Yeah. And I think part of it is when we get our own, um, identities and like emotions wrapped up in those things like when I start to care too much about people like understanding me when mm. I think and correct me if I'm wrong maybe it's just the 4323 which is like the full colored in line right directly down the center um from your ajna to your throat 
from your Ajna to your throat. And if you are, if, if how we're explaining it confuses you, if you're on the app, if you just look and you have the 43 gift and the 23 gift, then you would apply what I, for me, the same mm-hmm. as me. When you wrap your persona and like your emotions in it, it almost like causes you to lean more into that negative expression of it rather than just, cause you always explain, um, a really good way of knowing how to be your real persona is just like being your unthought through self. And you Mm. can't be your unthought through self when you have your emotions and like what people can Mm. think about you and all that wrapped up in the way that you're behaving. Mm. So if I, when I'm talking to someone, if I care about them thinking I'm smart or I care about them getting me and understanding the opinion that I'm, I have, then I can tend to lean into the negative expression of that. Mm. And that's always the way, right? Like fear and need and codependency and those kinds of feelings about wanting to belong or be validated. That's usually what drives um, all negative expressions of of who we are and how we shop. Whether you know anything about your design or not, you can kind of sit with that and understand that that's, that's behind what things you're kind of trying to work past or things you do that don't feel good. Um And I think you're right. It's like people can also sense the energy of when we're trying to get them on board with something. And I think it's also a projector thing because we care so much about feeling seen. So that can't be easy to have like two layers going on. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, again, I wouldn't I wouldn't not pick it, Mm. you know, because me learning that process and you can attest to this, too, on your side, that's helped me like refine my skill set in that way. Like, oh, seeing it so blare like blaringly obvious in front of my face is what helped me be able to um you know refine it more oh I see the negative expression so obviously okay I don't want that I don't want to spend my life over explaining myself because it doesn't feel good and it doesn't work so what's the what's the alternative Mm. getting direct Mm -hmm. and not caring if it lands and guess Mm -hmm. what I can attest to this it lands way more effectively (laughs) and I get to feel how I actually want to feel yes and that's what I was going to say is like even though you're doing a different um journey you actually end up getting the result that you wanted funny enough um because you did it in a way that was aligned for you like I think it's normal to want to feel seen it's normal to want to feel heard it's normal to want to feel smart and everyone is all those things right so It's just about changing your lens on the world so that you can spot what's actually the truth because life is responding to you. And I love what you said about, you know, you wouldn't have chosen anything different because, you know, at the end of the day, our souls have chosen our exact design. But how freeing to, for me, for example, when we work together, I know because you have a 4323, like I will now use that, right? Like I will ask you things and also you feel like, you can say things in a direct way because I know where it's coming from and I'm less likely to misinterpret it or whatever it is. Like it, it kind of understanding other people's charts it dissolves potential projections you might have or misunderstandings you might have about why they're doing and saying the things they're doing and saying to you. So that's where it really comes into such magic because, you know, if I didn't know that yesterday about me having an open Ajna and her having a defined Ajna, I probably wouldn't have got there so quick of like, oh, this is why it's not feeling right. It's not clicking. It's not, it doesn't feel organic and, and just in flow because not because she's built the wrong way or because I'm built the wrong way, but just because we don't have languaging and have, we haven't brought 
we haven't shown awareness on this one aspect of how differently we're built. And that's the thing about why human design is like a lifelong thing, because you can know all the information, but being able to apply it into your life kind of is brought out by certain situations where you get to see a different little micro minutiae and how it's playing out, right? So I can know that she has an open ajna, she has a defined ajna, I have an open ajna, but only once I'm starting to feel the discomfort of it, do I go, oh, okay, so then how do we do it different? You couldn't change everything about about yourself and your life overnight and then you'd be down on this planet anyway, so there'd be no point. So it's almost like embracing the journey of like when I have this understanding, and then my life kind of lets it be the canvas that it gets painted on. And I see how it specifically iterates in me, in my relationships, my life, my wants, my goals, my needs, my desires, right? Um, that's when it really comes alive. Yeah. And I think it's super easy, like how you were saying uh, earlier that people will often say, oh, I wish I was a manifesting generator. Oh, oh, I wish I had a defined Ajna because it is so conditioned in us to be opinionated. So you from your perspective, you might think it would be easier, but you like slowly taking your energy out of that has actually made you feel more in your genius than you would have if you had been someone with a defined Ajna. Like it opened up access to more for you. 100,000%. And it's so funny that we're both sitting here attesting to the fact that us taking a risk on finding out what it's what it's like to live our real ajna and use it on the right thing actually feels so good and that's that's a feeling that i can just promise is down the tracks but that no amount of hearing it from someone else is going to even come close to the feeling doesn't it just feel like the best feeling ever yes um and it does come you just have to take the risk of putting it into play and seeing what the universe has for you and it is so cool when you have freed up. So like when you're trying to put as as an open Ajna, when you're trying to put all this energy into being opinionated, you're almost like clogging up your ability to use that open Ajna in the way that it's supposed to be used. Like Jenna mm-hmm. was saying earlier about, you know, having a little bit more of a psychic ability to be able to almost feel people's minds. Like it is so cool to be mm. around you because you've cleared that up because you literally like, I don't know how you would describe it, but like you hear my thoughts. Mm. And we did a full episode on like telepathy. If you scroll all the way back, um, it's like early, 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 early on. It's like human design (laughs) and telepathy. But that is such a cool dynamic. It's even cooler dynamic than if I was trying to get you to be opinionated like me. Yeah, 100%. And because I'm secure in my way and you're secure in your way, we can actually find each other fascinating. So like I'm fascinated by people who have a 4323 or an 1156 or a 1762, whatever your different um, channels are. And, and you'll be able to read about those in the in the gift section of the app. But essentially, it's all different types of opinions and thoughts and different ways of expressing them. Right. More left brain, more right brain, more literal, more kind of, um, you know, storytelling. And, and there's there's lots of nuances to it. And actually, in the book, we go really deep into what every single one of those gifts is much more. Um, yes. Then pretty much anywhere you'll find because we have this the space to. But um, it's just really interesting to then get to almost vicariously feel what it's like to be someone else, which you can only have when you're trying not to be like them or to make them like you or to make them wrong and you're you right or you wrong 
you right and them wrong or doing the comparison thing is like you just get to enjoy lots of different kinds of people that exist in this world um and then you trust that they're bringing something to the table that you can't and it all fits perfectly together and then you pull your resources and that's when you get stronger together and just to clarify if you're looking um and you're brand new there are probably what is it six different gifts that are directly connected to the ajna mm-hmm. um with this in this conversation would you direct them to the three at the bottom or are we would this also apply to the the three at the top the three at the top too so um okay. Basically, when you have a defined ajna, you want to be looking at the um, numbers that are coming out of it that are colored. Um, And those would be the certain things that um, are to do with those are gifts that are directly correlated to opinions, points of views, perspectives, and each one has a different flavor. So you'd want to learn about what yours are. Yeah, great. And I am really excited about the, the book, too, because like you said, it's so in depth, like we're able to give an explanation of the gifts in the app, but that just scratches the surface on like the whole spectrum of those gifts. And you go like, you really go there in the book. So I'm really excited. It's crazy though, because as well, like the thing about, and I think we assume that deeper is always better, Mm -hmm. but for me, listen, I could, you one, not just me, but a lot of people could write uh, an entire book on one gift, right? Um, And so, but, right, if you were trying to learn how to quickly use that in your everyday life, that book probably wouldn't necessarily be the central part of your focus. Where you would want to start is like having literally at your fingertips an overall grasp of your energy and and an in-touchness with all the different parts that you are at play with and be clear enough on them that you can start to actually change your life according to them, right? Because it's not about the information, it's about how much you change your life according to them. So that's where the app really shines because it's giving you a very clear description of each piece. And it's also telling you how to get there and how to iterate it and the tips, um, the Q&A, all the stuff that we have is like really to help you, you change so that you can get aligned to your design instead of just read about your design, right? However, where the book also shines is it it really gets into the sort of um, positive and negative expressions of each gift and more of the nuances that nuances you might not need at your fingertips when you're kind of just quickly trying to do your daily thing and show up better as a human being, but more when you're really sitting down and have the time to contemplate and think about it and not when you're in your daily grind, right? So And I think that's a big misconception we can get into with spirituality is that deeper is always better. And it isn't because what's always better is how much you have been able to change your life. And so you'll need different levels of depth for different um, life contexts and situations. So what we try and do in our business is provide you with varying levels of uh, depth and also, um, you know, uh, time that you need to take to do things because, you're not going to take the human design reader training and train to be a reader to help you with your everyday life. You're going to do the app for that. You're going to take a reader training if you want to really understand it and have a deep grasp of it or make it a career or apply it to your current career as a nutritionist or psychologist or family therapist or something like that. You're going to take the book for when you are on vacation and you really want to feel into your heart about it and dive deeper into it or understand more of your shadow sides and you have a bit more breathing space in your day and time. And, you know, so depth is not always better. 
um, efficacy is always better, right? Of everything that we do. Um, and so part of what alignment is, is efficiency, is efficacy. It's it's those two things, right? It's being efficient with your energy and being effective, the efficacy of it, of how you're using your energy, not wasting it away on the things that you're not even supposed to be good at, the things you're not supposed to be wasting your time on trying to become better at. So, you know, those two principles really also show up in the way that we decide to serve people. Like we try to be efficient and we try to cover all different bases because what we really want is people aligning themselves in and making it easier for people to align themselves whether they have a ton of time, not a ton of time, whether they're super into spirituality, whether they just want the mechanisms, whether they're trying to explain it to their friend on their phone at a bar, um, or if they're, you know, reading to their kids at night one day, hopefully, you know. So um, that's, I think, something really amazing to get clear on with your own spiritual journey or your own alignment to becoming your own self is like, what is a good use of my time? in terms of what I try to become. There's going to be a lot of conditioning. A lot of other people have ideas about what you should prioritize in your own spiritual growth. We have said this before, start with the things that are top of mind. Start with the things that are inconvenient. Start with the ways that you shop that you really don't feel good about. Um, you know, it doesn't matter about what, you know, everyone's telling you that right now you have to work on your trauma. Like maybe that comes last for you because what's affecting you more is sharing your opinions too much and it's stopping you from being psychic or overworking and you're a projector and you feel like you're putting in so much time and effort and it's not getting you anywhere. Like often the fixes are so much more simple. And we speak about this, Taylor, all the time about how the simple ones are always the lessons that you have to relearn in deeper ways. So speaking of depth, like, oh, okay, I really need to not overuse my adrenaline from my root center just because that's a thing that I can push through and power through when I am exhausted and I can, you know, um, as a projector. And that's a lesson that I just had to relearn again next week, you know, last week. So it's it's about being efficacious with um, things and not trying to win the spiritual competition by being so, you know, deep and in it and doing all the things all the time. I don't know how we wound up there with, <laughs> with talking about Ajna's, but um but it really at the core principle of it is like helping yourself get aligned because that's when you get the most bang for your back out of life. And that's why we're both saying like, we feel so good from doing it the way that we're designed to do it because that's that's being in the streamline of life in the downstream where you are being carried, where it feels great to be you, where it feels like things flow more often, where you are more recognized and seen and valued and you see your own power, you see your own giftedness, right? And then you're not threatened by other people's. Um, and that's that's really the foundation of loving yourself is understanding yourself and being that person because that's when you get to witness the the beauty and the specialness come out of you and then also be able to sit back and watch beauty and specialness come out of other people, not because the more shallow loving other people because you've kind of made yourself intellectually love other people and kind of go through the motions, but genuinely because you are in a natural or in wonder because you've been efficient with how you just double down on the things you are and, and remove yourself from all the things you're not. And if you are listening to this and you have questions about the Ajna or anything that we talked about, we do have a, a feature on the app called um, tips. And in that tip section, there'll be a submit a question feature. So you can click there, submit a question specifically about this if you wanted to. And then you want to tell us how we can pre-order the book. This is the first time we've like really talked oh about gosh, it on the podcast. Yes. We haven't you talked know, about it. 
Yeah, at all. Basically, at all. One Instagram no. post and a couple of links. Um, yeah. I'm I'm trying to become better at helping people find, find it things. who want it because I'm not the best at that. Um, so how do they pre-order the book? We could post a I'll, link in our stories and our I'll, show notes even. Yeah, I'll link it in the show notes and it's also myhumandesign.com slash book. But I want you to tell them I want you to tell them about the pre-order bonus. Yeah. So the pre-order bonus is is a really great one because I wanted to do something. I thought to myself, the book is like all the details and all the specifics and what, so that's really micro. And I would love to do something that's in tandem with the book, which is macro. And so I was like, the best thing I could do would, would be almost to provide like the context of what human design is and call it the magic of human design and talk about why this stuff is so amazing. And the more mystical realms that create human design, right? Because I think whether or not you've been in this journey for years and years or whether you're new it really is something that we don't talk about enough we talk about you know the specifics but it would be amazing to talk about like consciousness and how it implanted and why there's such a thing as human design and why it is magic and you know what is behind just listening to your strategy and authority for example like what happens what is the magic you know um and what it promises us and what's possible for us when we do this so on the day of the book launch, we're actually I'm actually doing this talk live. So you can either come in person um, totally, you know, for free um, in Ibiza, which is the birthplace of human design itself. It's where it was channeled and downloaded. Um, so I'll be giving a talk then followed by a Q&A. And so when you pre-order the book, you can either come in person or join us live stream. And then after that, we will be hosting um, a dance party, a spiritual dance party. Let's leave it at that. I've been taking DJ lessons and we have been playing with um, remixing some of the positive programmings into dance tracks um, for this party. So I think it's going to be a great mix of all the things that I know I love, for example. And um, yeah, I just thought it would be so cool because people who've already bought some of our courses, already taken some of our trainings, like we don't want to give them something they already have. We want to come up with something completely new, completely exciting, completely fresh. And I also think that everyone is really looking for more um, closeness, being more in touch with the magic of life and how it is in the fabric of every day, but we just don't see it. So I was like, I think that's what all of us are kind of craving right now. Things are feeling a bit numb, a bit mundane. We're feeling a bit disconnected. Like it would be great to just feel the magic around you more effortlessly as we move through our everyday. And so this talk is more focused around that. So I'm really excited for it. Yep. So just go to that link that we have in the show notes or myhumandesign.com slash book, and it will have all the directions on how to order the book, where you can order the book and how to RSVP for either the live stream or the in-person both free. So we'll see you there. <laughs>